Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's going on, Grappling fans? Who's the first one that was prepared mentally in the game? We're going to be fighting all our matches have been pretty close. Hey, what's going on, Grappling fans? Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One. We've topped out over 40 episodes on this thing. The quarantine is kicking us into oh, yeah, to high gear. 42, oh, man. Yeah. And uh, we have two very, very special guests, very accomplished, right up there with the goats. Joining us today, we have Marcus Bouchesha, Almeida, and Felipe Pena. Felipe's not here yet, but we have Bouchesha on the line. How's it going, man? How's your day, Bouchesha? Hey, what's, what's up, up guys? Um, I'm great. Still waiting for this all to be over. Uh, and can't wait to get back to the regular life. Huh? That's all we all feel, I think. That's definitely the vibe here. So last time we talked uh, to you, uh, you were in California. You said you went back to Brazil, huh? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I chose to come back because uh, it, I live by myself in California. So especially this time, it's not good, good to be by yourself without nothing to do. So at least here I have my friends, my family, and... So that's why I choose. I, I decided to come back, especially because nothing going on, training or camp. So no reason to stay there for such a long time. Was it a uh, was it difficult to go home? You know, I know that they are mentally. Uh, hold on, there we go. We're good. Uh, I know travel's kind of restricted and things like that. Was it tricky getting back to Brazil, or was it easy? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, uh no, not really, because I was. Uh, it was. I mean. I had like some flights, still some flights going on when I came, so I'm here for a couple weeks. What, so it was what fine. Were the, what were the airports like? Though was immigration empty when you went back to Brazil? There was probably nobody traveling, huh? Man, believe it or not, the the airports are crowded. Really? <laughs> wow, oh, surprising. Yeah. You getting in, you getting People, any sur- you getting any surfing in down there? You got the beaches still open? Yeah. Yeah. Well, surfing hey guys, still open. Still okay. Oh, it looks like we What's have uh, Felipe on the call. What's up, Felipe? How's it going? What's up, guys? How are you? <laughs> he makes it. <laughs> better, better, better late than ever. Huh? <laughs> no, two I, minutes, I, two minutes. Buchecha, I had seen that <laughs> yeah. uh, they were closing like some beaches in, in Rio down and stuff. Over, down by you, can you still go surfing or is, uh, is that all, all good? Yeah, because like, of course, they close the beaches, but may, I think there is no point because there is no contact. <laughs> like... 
you it's like an individual sport so they close the beach more because like people don't get like on the sandy and like hanging out on the beach but on the water they don't complain you know what i mean so it's fine some beaches some cities are really really strict so they ask you to get out but some city is fine some other cities they are cool with that they just don't want nobody hanging out on the beach that's the thing if you surf and leave some places are fine Pregisa, what have you been up to since we saw you? Since last time you came out with Hamila, what have you been doing? Uh, pretty much the same, like uh, working out. Uh, I'm lucky I have the the gym uh, in my parents' house, so uh, working out. I, wa- I went to the farm of my girlfriend as well, so stay out of the city. It was pretty nice. Stay there for three weekends straight. Um, and uh, uploaded some videos for my students, doing live. <laughs> uh, not much. Felipe, have you picked up any uh, mm-hmm. new exercises or anything? We were talking to Be a Mosquito yesterday, and she's working with a Bulgarian bag. It's something new for her. Have you started trying anything new to keep yourself occupied, to do new things? Yeah, I'm doing a training that called fun- Functional Fight. It's uh, quite popular here in Brazil. It's like a mix of uh, exercise of jiu-jitsu, boxing, and uh, physical exercise. And also, it's pretty good to push a lot the conditional, break the sweat. And uh, I have been doing that for at least like three, four times a week. What about you, Buchechi? Are you doing any physical conditioning while you're on uh, quarantine? Or would you do anything to stay in shape? Or? Uh, I try to do like regular stuff because all the gyms are closed so regular training a lot of body weight and training a little bit of boxing too so that's and when i can i train with my one friend you know we roll jiu-jitsu one or two friends that's what we're doing pretty much what uh something uh i i found interesting what else are you guys doing besides jiu-jitsu and working out you guys watching netflix what are you guys doing to pass the time right now playing video games what are you up to felipe uh, I have been doing video games. <laughs> what, what what video yeah. game you play? Uh, Fortnite on PlayStation. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Uh... <laughs> I would have never guessed that you play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say FIFA for sure. I thought you were gonna say like FIFA or UFC. I play online with some friends as well, you know. So stay active and COD. I, I actually was talk a talking. With some guys, even with Verdun, I did a live with Verdun yesterday, and he plays oh, yeah? as well. So I think a lot of people is playing. <laughs> Talking Call of Duty? Now at, you know. uh, yes, yes, the Warzone. Yeah. Because a lot of people is downloading, a lot of people is playing. I just started this one like two days ago. Are you any but, good at them? I used to play those with my brother, and I I would just get killed every five seconds. It wasn't no, any I fun for suck. me. I'm suck. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Really bad. But, I hope get good, get a little better soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do. I do some some kills, some kills, but very hard to win. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Buchecha? You got any hot new hobbies you're picking up over there or anything? Nah, not really. I'm going, trying to surf, trying to do like learning boxing and watching a lot of Netflix, like Money Haste. That's the one that I'm addicted mm. now. And a couple other ones, but pretty much that's it. 
so something that I, I think a lot of uh, the viewers are interested in is, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people they train jujitsu, their white belts, blue belts, or whatever. They can't go to the gym right now, and people are trying to find out ways to improve their jujitsu during this period where they can't train. Maybe if uh, you guys have some advice for uh, what people could do, whether it's solo drills or watching techniques. Like, what do you think, Felipe? I think there is a lot of uh, good things in the internet right now because no one can train and everyone's upload a lot of techniques, a lot of uh, videos of physical training you can do at home. So uh, definitely you can stay active. It's not the same thing you sparring and the train, but definitely you can uh, improve a lot your technique, you know, study, and stay in shape at the same time. So uh, you you still can improve a lot, you know. What about you, Marcus? You got any any tips for people out there? Marcus. I think Preguiça said it all. Uh, that's a lot of options that you can do. Everything's online now. I, I Myself, I do like some some training all the time. Sometimes I watch like Chico Salgado, Rodrigo Ruiz lives. So they do like a pretty like cool training to do at home so you can do it when you when you first look at the train you say ah it's gonna be easy i'm a fighter but man when you do it 20 20 minutes 30 minutes it's hard you feel like it's really hard so and another thing that i realized when i had the knee surgery of course if you forget about jiu-jitsu it's gonna be hard but if you you keep watching videos studying jiu-jitsu when you get back your mind is still there you know of course you're gonna be like without like timing and not a good cardio but at least you're not gonna be like lost so if you keep studying jiu-jitsu keep watching like moves and keep active watching like fights it's gonna it's better if you just like forget to, about jiu-jitsu when you come back when you back get back to training it will be a little bit harder but maybe if they, you keep maybe they could go study like, that Marcus yeah. Buchecha folding pass instructional that you just released not long ago right yeah, folding pairs, and now there's another one out. Uh, the take it down. Oh, you got a take down one? System take down. Oh, yeah, nice. you know, people, there a lot of people ask about my take down, so we just did release one like one month ago. Nice, yeah, I learned how to post them. I'm posting learn. tomorrow, actually, so. Learn how to take them down and then hit the pass, just like with Chesha. Uh, that's, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I need Chase, that. you gotta, yeah, you, you gotta get in there. You'll I need the next that. Yeah. <laughs> More takedowns for sure. <laughs> the light featherweight is coming for him. Uh, something I wanted to talk with about you guys. Something I'm really interested in here, and you know, the current uh, days world champions is. Uh, I'd like to hear a little bit about who were the athletes when you guys were coming up, maybe when you were white belts, blue belts, whatever. Who were the people that you guys used to watch that really, like, inspired you or, like, maybe maybe sort of modeled your game off of? Like, I know who Hamilo and Lepre were both saying Margarita. They really liked his knee slide, and they weren't, learned how to knee slide off of that, so it was pretty cool. So uh, maybe, uh, Pergisa, if you want to kick it off, talking about who were some of your heroes when you were coming up when you were a color belt. Yeah. I wish to watch a lot uh, for me, of course. Um, Roger Gracie um, back in the time because it was kind of like the same generation of uh, Rominho uh, Jacaré Galvão <laughs> Galvão Galvão yeah. you, you sparred was... with Roger Gracie not long ago right? yeah I sparred with him uh, end of the last year was, it, was that your first time training together? together? first time yes 
what did he uh, what do you feel like yeah, a lot of people walk away from that and they have like uh they're kind of in awe you know he's been out of the game he's not uh, an active competitor but they say he still is as amazing as his reputation did you come away feeling like that yeah he's it's very different training team you know very basic jiu-jitsu and very uh adjust you know a lot of adjust and uh, you see uh, there is some uh, details that uh, not many people do you know there is actually like some some you can say like some small secrets you know that uh, I training a little with him I got some details that uh, really helped me a lot in my game so was uh, was really nice really good experience Felipe, you have a great guard. You have a great the way you, you chain together, sort of like the fifty fifty with the the X guard, single leg X X guard. Uh, how did you develop that? Did you base that off of watching someone else, or did you just come up on, with it on your own throughout your years training, competing? Um, was was something about uh, training? Was just training, you know, studying, doing some drills. Uh, it's not very old fifty fifty, you know. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what year start people start doing competition, but I remember was around my my blue to brown to purple belt, something like that. You know, so uh, was something that uh, I think same uh, as lapel guard is was uh, maybe one year ago. You know, something new and people need to study, study, and because I was competing very often. I was like forced to study and actually understand how to escape and how to attack because if I don't do that, people was doing that a lot in competition, you know. So was was normal just training and competing and studying, doing drills. How about you, Bachacha? Who were you when you were coming up? Uh, who were some of the big names when you were uh, blue or purple or whatever belt that you really looked up to? Uh, I think pretty much like the same ones that Preguiça said, uh, but my favorites was Leo, Leo Vieira, and Marcelo Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Those are, I mean, those are such exciting fighters, right? Like, you never see a, a boring fight with either one of those guys. No, yeah. The ones that I was, like, looking up to, I was, like, these ones. And, of course, Margarida, too, Jacaré. I always like the style, Jacaré style, so was pretty much this once. It's interesting that you guys uh, you guys both listed a couple people, uh, well, Pregisa did at least, a couple people that you've ended up fighting when you got to Black Belt. How did that feel when you get to Black Belt and all of a sudden you're fighting the guys who were already Black Belt world champs when you were, you know, younger? Uh, yeah. It's a... Pode falar. Não falava. It's a... It's a, it's a very, um, it's very excited, you know, because when I was watching them in blue, purple, that looked so far to me, you know what I mean? I was pretty much focused on my tournaments and my opponents in blue, purple belt. They were like uh, so far, so far, so far, so far. But everything happens very fast, right? And uh, I stay like one year in purple belt and one year in brown belt so after like two years i was fighting them already you know so was uh, a, a really 
big pleasure fights with them, you know, because it was some, someone that I always look for and stuff. But uh, it was weird the first time, but after uh, you start to look at them as, as uh, the same as the, the guys that you were competing when you were a blue belt, you know, stay something normal. For sure, for sure. I have a uh, a fan question here. Uh, you guys have both sort of already answered this one last time, the other times you were on the show, but for people who didn't tune in, then it's from a guy uh, in the YouTube comments. Alberto Lima asked us, "Which super fights do you guys would you guys like after the lockdown is over? If there is one, anyone for for me to watch or to fight for for you? Like, if there's anything, I know you don't." Uh, comp- you usually just do worlds in ADCC, but is there anything that you'd be looking for? Any competitions you'd be looking to do when uh, this this is all over with? Yeah, I mean, everybody wants to see the show, but no, no one wants to pay, so it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so they want us to do like a camp, twelve weeks camp. They want us to, to watch us killing each other, but no, no, nobody want to pay. So that's why I don't fight anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much. It. Yeah, so. But that's why, like, I haven't thinking about like super fights because I think our sport depends of that. You know what I mean? If if we just fight, so that's why I decide just fight the tournaments. For me, must to have like sense to have like a super fight. And of course, the money is like something that we are fighters, we are professionals, so we need the money. So that's why I don't sell myself like cheap and just fight when it's like really. Makes sense, but I don't pick fight. I don't pick opponents. Like uh, for sure, something that makes sense for me, and especially if it's a super fight, I just uh, I just like to fight with people that I respect. So that means like the guys that talk a lot and think that's like gonna. See if I don't respect the guy as a person as a fighter, I don't like to fight. Okay, fair enough. Felipe, I got a, I got an idea of what you're probably going to say because I've been seeing you going back and forth a little bit with somebody on Instagram. <laughs> what, uh, what, uh, what fight would you be looking forward to when things kick back up? Um, I think uh, definitely this one that you said. Uh, which one? Which one? I don't uh, know what you guys talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's Gordon, Gordon Ryan. Yeah, yeah. The third, third oh, Gordon. the third one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh i think would be a good fight with gordon ryan because uh he just won the adcc you know weight in the weight and uh he said he can beat me easy that was a lucky for for me the last fights and i truly believe i can beat him uh, so i think everyone wants to see that and uh, for me, I am good to go, you know. Um, like I explained the last time, he wants to only fight if it's a, a submission-only match. And uh, I am not a submission-only athlete. At the same time, he's not a uh, gift fighter or IBJJF fighter, you know. So I just want something in the middle. I read... Uh, uh, fought uh, the way he chose, so now uh, doesn't make sense for me to fight again everything that he chose. You know, I would fight uh, something in the middle, something agree for both. Um, and uh, I, there is another guy that definitely would be a, a 
the guys that is doing really good in competition, you know, like Kaiman, I never fought Kaiman. Uh, I respect him a lot, I think. He's very good jiu-jitsu, so I think it would be a very interesting fight. Uh, I, would, I would like to fight Meregali again, you know, all these guys that uh, have been um, doing really good in competition and not being black belt so, for so many years, you know. I think um, we're still going to fight not once, but a lot of times until we, for the next years, you know, so... yeah. Yeah, kind of. Uh, a really good fight. Kind of would be an interesting one because uh, you won that way. You won heavyweight, and then you went back down to Mayo Posado. You won medium heavy, and then he won heavy. So yeah, that would that would be a yeah. That would probably be the one if you're gonna do a gi fight. Uh, yeah, quite the same weight. And yeah, I think you're planning on going back yeah. up to heavyweight, anyways, right? I think you were saying that before this season was gonna start. Uh, I want to go to super heavy, but. Uh... I want to see if uh, I'm trying to work out and gain weight to be around uh, the weight of super heavy, but uh, I'm I'm gaining some weight already. So if I am with uh, 98, 99 kilos, I will go super heavy. Wow, super heavy! That would be a big change. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna go after the absolute? If not, would that be part of the plan? Uh, going up to super heavy. Main, that would be my main choice, but. Uh, if he's on the time, I'm training a lot as well, and I'm a weight with uh, 95 kilos, something like that. Like, it's not the weight of super heavy. Uh, I, will, I will go heavy, but if I can choose and be on a good weight, I would prefer go super heavy. Guys, I wanted to, to ask you, um, a big part of competing is, of course, uh, the travel experience, being with your friends, and uh, it's much more than just the time spent off the mats. And I wanted to ask you both if you had a particular tournament that was maybe your favorite or most memorable. It doesn't even have to be one that you won, although I'm sure that goes hand in hand. But one maybe where everything was just perfect, you know, where your teammates also succeeded. Maybe it was your first event. Maybe it was your first time out of the country. But was there a tournament where it just sort of really blew your mind and how great the experience was uh i think my opinion was the world pro when they started back in the day 2010 yeah. 2011 was like a big pot 30 grand for open weights a nice belt they started with all that i think for me it was a for was kind of like a game changer for the jiu-jitsu but then they start changing a lot and they took out the open weight so for me, my opinion took a lot of the prestigious away because a lot of people want to see the the open weight, right? Because I think that's the most exciting part of like a jiu-jitsu tournament. And the trip, and they, I remember back in the day, 2010, I was brown belt when I went for the first time fighting against like big names. It was like something staying like a five-star hotel was like something priceless with all the big names there. So I was brown belt at the time for me i think that was the first time that i got i won some dollars so like was something really exciting yeah it's, uh we talked about this with bia a little bit yesterday it's it's an experience going over there i remember the first i, I never competed over there but the first time going over there working it's just it's a whole different world going to the, one of those tournaments in abu dhabi compared to what we're used to 
at everything like the, yeah. the the spectacle they put on. Everything. I mean, even as members of the press, you have like a little press box and an actual table. So, yeah, sometimes they, we're on the ground at some of these other tournaments. Yeah, so. <laughs> they got they got they got somebody yeah. waiting there at the airport for you with your, your name on a sign and everything. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> That made us to feel really special, treating like a real like professional. So, for me, I think was like one of the coolest things that the tournaments that I used to like a lot to go. But when they took off the open weight, I just stop stop liking (laughs) and stop and stop going. (laughs) You think if they brought back that thirty thousand dollar open weight that we might see you over there in the World Pro? Would you go back at it? Yeah, I I would fight. There you go. Well, that's, yeah. pre- that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you want to get some attention on that tournament? AGP, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, being honest, being honest, I think that's the best thing because it's six minutes fight. It's a good money. The ref is like back in the day. They like hey, action, action. You don't see like a lot of like stalling like we see in sometimes in ABJJF finals. Because, like, we know, like, sometimes we can even watch the fights because, like, me, Felipe, Leandro, we rather, like, talking crap against, like, each other instead of watching the fights because it's, like, so boring. <laughs> ten minutes. It's, nobody fights ten minutes. Like, Felipe was talking something that I agree with him. For me, I think it makes no sense to fight, like, uh, submission only because nobody wants to fight, a, like, a 40 or 50 minutes fight. With nobody trying yeah, to like stay really boring, each you know? other. Yeah, like I, I remember like, a couple like fights like. Yeah, like no, yeah, like the first time like Felipe fought the rules, but like it can be too long. I remember one time like somebody fought like for fifty minutes. In the end, the guy like just like okay, whatever, like and finish because if you yeah. put like time. And submission only rules, but with time, I think it's more makes more sense. I would fight like that. I fight any rule, but like no time. I don't want to be like fighting for one hour. Imagine that. Yeah. And no one wants to see that. No one wants to watch an hour. <laughs> yeah. the same yeah. thing. <laughs> Remember Keen and Gordon? They fought. Uh, yes. Ah, yeah, yeah. That's the fight. Gone. I what think it was like fifty-one minutes, right? Seven, it was like seventy minutes. I, I want to say I, it was I, long. I, I yeah, I want to watch that match, but I watched like ten minutes, and after that, as a man, I can't, I can't watch that. You know? It's, yeah, it's like nobody just, wants okay, to fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah like whatever. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, that's true. It gets one point. Like it's it's just like nothing happening. Like after one hour, like nobody wants to see. Even the fighters. For me, fighting half hour against Gordon was like was horrible because like of course I knew he would like he wouldn't score a point on me. I knew it would be really hard to score points on him. So. The strategy was well, like let's wait for the last minute and see what's happened, you know. Of course, the it got out of my hands because I got the penalty, but like nobody go really to the kill or die when the fight's too long. You can't control. It's natural. You save your energy. You don't know how long you're gonna be there. So for me I think uh, I don't like swimming mission only either. I mean the time, no time limit. All right, Felipe. So, uh, Buchecha said he really liked the experience of going as a brown belt to Abu Dhabi. Was there a, 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 a travel experience that you remember uh, going to a tournament that you just really enjoyed it? Yeah, uh, this this time, this back in the day, Abu Dhabi was really something special because, like Buchecha said, uh, 
everything, the environment, the place is so different, you know, of everything. Uh, they come with the driver to pick you a really good hotel, a lot of uh, a pool, a gymnasium, and everything very uh, big, a lot of crowd, and uh, the prize money of the open way, the best athletes. This is a really good experience. And um, I remember, it's still everything very good, but only this when they cut the overweight actually take a lot of the the best athletes and a lot of the the right of the event, you know. But it's still a very good event. And after that, I remember there is one event when uh, me, Gabriel, and the Ed we won, and uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but. Uh, was a really good uh, feeling, you know, because it's very hard, like, uh, three or four of the same team win, you know. And uh, that time, we, we were so happy, you know, we got our, our some money and we got the, the win. We did a really good fights and we went to the hotel, everyone so happy. And we went out and it was a really good uh, energy energy there. And uh, in European 2016 was very special as well to, because I never closed out a tournament with Rominho. And on this one, I closed out for the first time and was something that I really wanted. When, always when I was uh, blue, purple belt, I was, always wanted to close a tournament with Rominho, you know, and uh, we actually made it. We tried one, one time in the Worlds and the same weight class. And didn't didn't work through. So the Europeans this year was special. Guys, I want to ask you something, and I go oh. back. Uh, I uh, go, I forgot, go ahead, I forgot to say one thing. Sorry, I forgot to say too. Um, the 2013 ADCC, when I had the chance to fight by my by the side of Leo, oh, that was something like amazing for me because that's some. The guy that I growing up watching, and then I had to, of course, is my master. And I remember fighting, and he was fighting the next area. That was something priceless for me. Of course, his uh, his uh, his brother Ricardo Vieira fought as well. Uh, Lucas Leite, João Assis, uh, he won. So I won. So it was like the first time that I fought in DCC, and I got the title for me. It was something really special. Guys, I wanted to ask you, I was thinking about it when we were talking about no time limits and being very boring, some people stalling. Um, do you think jiu-jitsu is a offensive or attacking martial art or defensive? Because some of the rules, the longer matches, no time limits, makes the game much more defensive. And then if you have a six-minute match, it, it encourages action, you know, stalling calls, etc. That makes it much more offensive. But... If you had to say the true nature of jiu-jitsu, would you say it's an attacking martial art or a martial art made to defend yourself and uh, get into a better position? Supposed to be offensive, but nowadays it's defensive, 100%. People don't fight to do the art. People fight to win, so that's the difference. I think it depends a lot of the athlete as well. Some people, they fight very defense, but some people, they fight offense but definitely the nature it's uh, to find the submission you know so offense but nowadays i think it depends a lot of the tournament as well like bushesha like bushesha said like if it's five six minutes with the referee 
with some rules and have really to push you to attack, to push you to move, to fight. Um, it's hard to stall, you know. All right, but, let's uh, depends of the rules. Let's talk. You guys have talked a lot about rules. Let's talk about what what would be the ultimate rules because you guys are two legends. You guys are two of the biggest names out. What would be the rules you guys would prefer for a tournament to have? You said we already know five to six minutes. What about advantages? Do you guys like advantages? I I think uh, there is. I, I I'm not saying that I don't like ten minutes. I actually like uh, ten minutes because uh actually there is more time to prove in my opinion who has a better jiu-jitsu you know and time to disinvolve you know and uh actually do but if change some rules uh for example uh lapel or 50 50 this type of position if we stay there for i don't know maybe one minute should uh, go back you know or something like that or I re- a lot of people is re- using to run off the, out of the mats, you know. Like, a lot of times you're in a really good position, your fault should be on the, uh, how you say, in English? Cinturado. Seat belt, no? Yeah, uh, seat belt. belt on the back, someone, and this someone is fighting, fighting, and go out of the mats and come back to the center and stand up, you know. That doesn't make sense. Should... If it's on the seat belt or any position that uh, you fought, you fight should be there and you reach there, should go back on the middle on the same position, do you know what I mean? So, otherwise, it's the advantage, advantage, advantage. And all the fights, the guys running, 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 and using the rule, using the rule, the rule, and actually doesn't prove who has a better jiu-jitsu. Just prove who played the best rule, you know what I mean? This happens with me many times, and uh, what do you guys I think, think that about? Um, what do you guys think about push-out rules? You know, um, in wrestling, sometimes if a person plays on the the edge of the mat, they can get pushed out, and that will be a score for their opponent. Do you think that that's something that could be implemented in jujitsu? Uh, think so. Uh, then uh, I don't know. Then a lot of fights will become like a sumo fight. You know, people trying to push each other, and then I think we're gonna. So we used to be like that, but then they they changed the rules. So people who don't want to fight are always gonna find a way to play with the rule. I think the rules are getting are making the sport become like soft because you don't you don't force to the opponent to fight. Uh, like a lot of a lot of like 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 Felipe said, you see a lot of fights like ninety minutes and a half on fifty fifty or with the lapel, and it's clearly that. People are using that just to stall and watching the clock yeah. to like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of fights, like, especially the, like, uh, the smaller guys, you know how it's going to be the fight. They put together and when it's like one minute or 30 seconds, you know, one guy will try to come up and the other guy will try like to fight like crazy to sweep, but then it's going to be one advantage in the end, you know what I mean? So I think that's make no sense. And another thing, yeah. When the position is good, stop and get back to the same position, like ADCC. Yeah. So exactly, that is like exactly. no way. I think two things. This, if, if the position is good, it's out of the edge, stop, go back to the center on the same position. And if both athletes pull guard at the same time, whoever go on top get uh, two points, you know. 
because otherwise this is going to stop like people that uh, Pugar, Bull Pugar, then stay there for a long time. No one wants to pass, no one wants to pass. Okay, if no one wants to pass, someone go on top, get two points, people will be very afraid to pull guard right away. People will exchange, take it down, or only going to pull guard, you know, when this I happens think, in ACBJJ and uh, yeah. get the fight more excited. I, 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 yeah, I, about the, the rule nowadays about the double pool, I, I think it's much better than before because, like, I see a lot of people being disqualified, but at the same time, the referee needs to be like, needs to be like you for real. But a lot of referees don't, don't, don't they don't really want to get involved, they don't want to like disqualify when they should disqualify, and then becomes like. A lot of politics and get back to all the drama there was before. So the rule is the rule; it needs to be applied. But not all the referees have the the the, the courage to to do it. So that's then becomes hard because sometimes then people find the 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 holes in the rules and start playing with that. But I think two points for who's coming up. I think. I think the guy doesn't deserve because he didn't do anything. But if they stalling like for they pull together like faster, they don't wait too long. Or maybe thirty seconds. One point would be like one point, yeah. not two points, but one point. Could decide the fight. But if the guy sweep you, he wins something like that. It's mm. more than advantage. Yeah, I so. think I think they 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 do the penalty and get back standing. So I think should back. Whatever, like stop for stalling, stop the position instead of just like, okay, you got the pen, you got the one advantage, one penalty, whatever. Stalling situation, you got the penalty, and the fight gets back up. Stand up again. Don't wait for until like, until like one penalty, two penalty, three penalties. Like, so I think for for me, stalling, stalling penalties should be more aggressive than the other like penalties. That's my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's great stuff. Something I think people would be interested to hear. Uh, you guys are both, you know, obviously black belt world champions uh, multiple times, uh, and you also you train with each other. You guys have won so much. What's it like training with each other? Maybe Pergisa or, or Marcus. You were about to talk, Pachetta. What's it like training with Pergisa? We don't train. We don't train against each other. We we fight we kill each other <laughs> <laughs> it's different exactly. Exactly. that's not friendly that's the best <laughs> something uh that's Hamilo, always Hamilo and Braulio both said the same thing about uh Felipe they said that uh they call it double dipping they say if you do well against him in a round he makes you go again with him he, do, he doesn't let you get away both of them <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think all of us is like the same mm. Yeah. How, how about you, it's, Felipe? What's it like training with a monster like Buchecha? Uh It's 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 like he said. You know, we try to take out our head off. You know, it's like the same thing. Could be like friendly. We talk before we. Como fala rival? I'm English. Rival. Rival. No, we we left. No left. Como que é ribuches? Ah, smile, laugh. Yeah, we can, we can talk before, you know, uh, left before, but when it's time, we go, it's like the final of the world, you know. No one has to, to lose for one advantage, no one has to give up position, you know. 
Uh, last time uh, we did a camp was uh, like me, Bushesha, and Lo. And like five <laughs> days, everyone got hurt. You know. <laughs> After we almost, we, we almost, we all put the name out. <laughs> yeah. Because was right after uh, JJ start. We, we both we yeah. three have uh, fights there, and uh, we trained the first day of. And I'll sore, I'll sore, so in the next, the next day, uh, after five days, man, Bushesha leg was hurt, my elbow was hurt, low shoulder, the other arm arm was hurt, <laughs> and then and after, because after we had the, the idea, we have the idea. I said, bro, let's train with some guys. Let's call the students, students. And I don't know if you remember, Bushesha, but you know, said, no, man, let's train only us three, only us three. We're gonna do. <laughs> one, 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 and like that way we train like many, many rounds. Only a three, like really hard training the whole day, you know. So after a few days, we are like done. <laughs> but, Wait, so you guys just trained but, with the three of you for multiple days in a row? No t- wonder everyone else died. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds yeah. intense, uh, man. <laughs> no, yeah, I remember. Yeah. And uh, the, the the first the f- after the the role was like the first thing that people say me or him or Leander was like this one I won one advantage. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, yeah it was an advantage. I won. So every role was like we counting the points. The advantage though was like like fighting. But it was fun. every every role we argue. No man, was not advantage. Was penalty. Lo is the funny one, you know, because yeah, Lo, like, Lo he, he fights like crazy after, you know. He said, "No man, you crazy. This was not. Ask him. This was not. That was not. That's all okay, man. Okay, 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 okay." <laughs> he uh, he every time I roll, he is Shout yeah. out to uh, Bucetta's teammate. Uh, Jackson Souza's in the comments. He said a couple of things. He said, I agree with Buchecha. I don't know what that was about. And he also said, good English, Pena. So Jackson <laughs> Souza says, approves of your English, Felipe. <laughs> not too good, not too good. <laughs> Long time without talk. It's, it's getting bad. So uh, something uh, you guys mentioned Leandro. And uh, I think I'd like to uh, talk, talk a little bit about Leandro, too. I'm a, I've always been a huge fan of Leandro. We can't get him on the show, unfortunately. He doesn't... Uh, Speak English, but, but he is coming on tomorrow. He's we're, coming on house show speaking Portuguese. We, we have, we're debuting oh, yeah. our, our yeah. first ever Portuguese only show tomorrow, and Leandro's our first guest. So that's tomorrow at uh, noon, I want to say. So, uh, what is uh, what, what were you gonna say? He's not like a really media guy, but in yeah. Portuguese, he he couldn't run away. Huh? You guys got it. <laughs> <laughs> he set a trap. Well, yeah, it doesn't have yeah, no, in Portuguese, Jackson, the Jackson Souza, that's the one guy that I like to train him to. Uh, we train with him a lot too. It's always like same deal. We kill each other. Abraço direção. <laughs> so uh, let, let's jump right into low. So uh, what's it like training with Leandro? He's such a legend. You say, I mean, I, we see when when he competes how intense it is. It's gotta be, what's what's Leandro like as a person and as a training partner? Uh, um, he's like, in my opinion, really good uh, competitor. As he train and as he compete, you know, he count like every penalty, every advantage, everything. And sometimes you want advantage behind, 
and looks like it's just one advantage, but it's a huge thing, you know, when you fight with him. I think, like, yeah. me and Bushesh, we kind of, like, give up more the points, and one advantage is a small thing for us, you know, we go, and do. With low, like, one advantage, he can handle that advantage for a long time, you know, he can keep, 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 or two points, he can keep, keep, keep. He's, like, one of the smartest uh, athletes that I ever saw uh, training compete, you know. Really, really good uh, competitor. And amazing jiu yeah. He do uh, some positions that you know he's going to do, you know, and he he does he do a, a, a the same the same thing, you know. You know he he's going to do and he does, you know. He's like, has a really uh, some strong positions that he can do with anyone. Did you guys notice his game change at all when he when he jumped up to heavyweight? You know, he was a, a lighter weight player for a very long time in his career, and then uh, he successfully moved up into the heavier ranks. Did you see or feel a difference in in the way that he did his jujitsu when he was doing that? Nah, yeah, of course. Like like Philippe said, I think he's like really smart and he figured out your game really fast. So it's hard for you to do the same position him twice because he. During the fight, during the train, he figured out what he has to do to 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 stop your move, and it's really hard. Like he said, you know, if one advantage, if you feel behind one advantage with him, then you start to expose yourself. Then, then when then he, he start like putting pressure and making his game, putting his game on the put on pressure, and it's. It's really hard to train with him. If you do one mistake, ah, the same thing with Brigissa. One mistake, if you do, like when we train against each other, we don't have space. I think a lot of times when I watch like like younger guys, they do like a little small mistake and we pay the price for the for the train or for the fight. So I think that's the thing. When we do uh, in this level, high level, we don't have space time to to do mistakes and Leandro is one of the guys one of those guys that he never he never do like mistakes of course when something happens maybe he got a point but not because of, he did like a mistake so that's the thing on him like Felipe like Felipe said he's one of the smartest guy that I ever trained and I ever fought so I actually uh, last time you guys were on here, we actually uh, I pulled up some of uh, your own matches to watch. This time I was going to play some Leandro stuff, and we could watch some Leandro uh, highlights together and talk about it if you guys don't mind. So I pulled up this thing. This is just a highlight of him at, from Brasileiro at like 2017 or something. If you want to cue that up, Kyle. What are you guys thinking as you watch uh, Leandro do his thing here? Yeah, always intense. He, it's like your, what you said about the change game. Um, Leandro, I think, that he was, changed that his was, game a lot, you know. Look at that double leg right back there. Back on <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a back good on fight. That, uh, <laughs> back on that time, he was doing double leg a lot, you know, with everyone, double leg, single leg. Right here in the lottie. You see that drag. handshake with the lottie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was a good fight. It's one, one of the best tournaments you fight ever, bro. Brasileiro? Yeah, I worked it last year, man. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different atmosphere, right? Like the, the, uh, yeah. the environment there is awesome. The crowd is crazy, you know? The crowd, uh, 
European is really nice show, but Bra Brasileiro, it's like people love to be there, people scream, you know, people scream your name, and people really want to watch that match. People, it's a different energy. And then you got, uh, well, Leandro's a Paulista too, so he's probably got all his teammates and training partners there and everything. Yes, exactly. The who's same seed. Who's you got here? Who's that, Cardoso? Yeah. 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 Man, Leandro doesn't compete. Leandro fights. That's that's the kind of no, but that's the kind of guy that I like to. I stop to watch Leandro preguiça because I know it's gonna be like fight. The other like a lot of guys like they fight too much playing with the rule to. to you see, like I like to see like that. That I remember that final he and Albert was like something. Man, I never I never have felt that. In a place, the energy, the whole place, like watching the fight, that was something amazing. And they yeah, really that, fought. Go to the next one. That's the next file I, I put up, Kyle. Go pull up the next. Uh, the next uh, file I, was Herbert. E Bar came on. It's Herbert versus yeah, yeah. Uh, Leandro from right. this from this tournament, the final. If you want to keep uh, the yeah, next, but, but that, that's uh, right, that's right here. Gigone, the guy. Yeah, man. And man, and man, he's the funniest guy ever. So he's always, <laughs> he's always a good time with him. <laughs> man, I bet. Oh man, they were probably going crazy for this one there. Yeah, oh, it was yeah. Proud. I remember like fifteen yeah, grand on the pot for this fight. He said fifteen grand. Yeah, because who win this fight would get the number one spot and get the JJF. Oh. So that was the fight that one. Ah, no, no, like it was a couple fights before, but not the one that. But of course, the fights decided a lot because Leon was way behind, and when he won the open weight, he he got right behind, right next to Weber. Then they fought in Curitiba, and then Leon beat him and got the. I remember that. Yeah, this was the, the year when they were both after that number one ranking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. You guys have both fought Herbert before. What's it like fighting Herbert? You got to be ready for anything, huh? Yeah, man. People think the yeah. guy is a, the guy is like yeah, the guy is a tough guy, man. People don't realize, but he's really dangerous. You can get hurt really serious if you don't pay attention. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, very ex very explosive and a lot of uh, surprising submissions like wrist lock this type of things that uh, can hurt you even without tap you know i think uh, i fought yeah. Herbert many times a lot of times I, I fought him most of the times i got something hurt <laughs> like small things but some something hurt every fight you know that was classically I one in... go ahead sorry, sorry. keep going I remember one in uh, Abu Dhabi. I was fighting him. I was um, winning with the 50-50 on the bottle. And I was just with the hand here on the 50-50 controlling the collar. And from nowhere, bro, he just, boom, throw the, the upper body on top of my hand, you know. I think he never did the submission, but he just saw, man, I'm going to get, I'm going to hurt him a little bit here, you know. <laughs> and then he... He go right away, and even if I want to step, I have no time, you know. So hurt and go back, <laughs> you know. So there was something. Out, something Leandro just did a little bit ago. That's classic Leandro. Was when Herbert was getting close to passing, and Herbert and Leandro stood up. Leandro's so good at that, right? 
Yeah, man. If he feel, he never put himself in danger. If he sees almost getting there, he he finds a way to stand up or to get out, to to find yeah. a way to get out of the situation. And I think this is one of the reasons Leandro is so good. You know, it's uh, in high level, like Bushesha said. One small step behind change the fight. You know, can cost you the fight and. Leandro knows exactly the positions and uh, the dangers. When he's almost getting one step behind, he always fight, 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 and go neutral, you know. He never one step behind. Yeah, I think that's Very something hard. that is underrated about Leandro. People don't, you know, everybody knows he's got heart. He fights so hard. He's a great passer, great guard. But his strategy, he's got a very underrated strat- strategic mind because it's like, he wins so many close matches over so, over so many years at different weight classes, lightweight, middleweight, medium heavy, heavyweight, for five years in a row or whatever. He's always any, – any close match he was getting in, like you guys said, if it's a one-advantage match, Leandro is going to take it. He's got such great strategy, right? No, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Here we go, standing back up. I think – I can't even remember how this match ended. It was uh, – I think it was the takedown. They they got the good double leg, huh? Yeah, I think it was two points something like that. Felipe, you think you'd ever go back and do Brasileiro again? I want to, yeah. Um, I want to compete the last uh, years, but uh, I remember I had some super fight or something very close, like one week before, one week after that uh, avoid me to do it but uh, uh, I want to do it just for the crowd (laughs) it's just for the energy you know I want to do at least one more time is it almost out like a semi-outdoor stadium is it hot in there or I mean what's 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 the atmosphere like it's no air condition (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's the real deal no air condition when you fight Brazil Buchecha, yeah, yeah. did you ever fight Brasileiro at Black Belt, Buchecha? No. My last time that I fought was 2010 as Brown Belt. Oh, okay. I remember I remember. I fought Leandro, then I closed out the open weight with Cara de Sapato. You fought Leandro, fought as, a, sem- as, you fought Leandro as a Brown Belt sem- at Brasileiro? Yeah, semi-final. That's open so weight, and then I close out with Cara de Sapato, my my teammate. We fought a couple of times, me and Leandro as brown belt. I think twice. And he was and he was skinny back then. That was that was skinny, Leandro. Man, I remember back in the day, uh, they started paying a lot of tournaments, like one thousand reais, uh, one thousand, two thousand, maybe like five thousand. And back in the day, that's a lot of money. And man, I remember everybody stopped competing in these tournaments because they knew Leandro would be there. And, be, and no, nobody wants to fight with the lightweight. So he, man, I remember Leandro got a lot of money these years because nobody wants to fight him. Even like tough guys, world champions, everybody was kind of like scared. Myself, I wasn't like, man, I don't want to fight this guy, you know, like, so I wasn't going. So I remember every weekend he was winning like two, three grand, like every weekend. So that was funny. 
What's it like? Uh, obviously, you guys talked a lot about training again uh, with him, Felipe. What's it like when you uh, compete against Leandro? Uh, I compete against Leandro. Was uh, you mean on training or, or tournament? Tournament. Tournament. Last time I compete against him was 2012, I think, or 2013, something like that. No, 2013 or 14. Uh, I compete him. Uh, two times in Copa Podio and one time in Reopen. So, but uh, back in in the day, like you said, his his game changed. I think he's still uh, his guard changed. I think yeah. more 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 his guard. Uh, back in the day, he used to do a lot of spider guard. You know, when he was lighter and. Uh, now he's always changing his guard game now i think he's doing color drag and lasso de la riva but yeah. uh it's 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 the same that uh, i told you, you know like one advantage behind is a huge thing <laughs> when he did the uh the, when he used to do the spider guard on one side with the pan grip on the other side that was i really i really used to love watching him hit that sweep he would hit that thing on everybody yes yeah no that was he always yeah. do that was his trademark <laughs> I think we gotta get be getting down somewhere near the end here now but uh but you see that's why I don't like 10 minutes it's it, it's a good fight but it's still like a long time yeah yeah what do you guys think Even about being good. about the belt tie thing one one idea we had when we were running who's number one the event was uh just let, leaving the belts off because so many times the match is, is stopped because they had to retie the belts and it adds adds minutes to the matches. What do you guys think about just leaving them off? I yeah, think if, you know, if, if like uh, ah, it depends. You I can stop like course. every. Oh no! Five, five, come on! Falei, falei, falei. No, falei, falei. Falei, falei. Não sei mais velho. Here we go. There's Leandro getting in a shot. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Fala aí, I cara. Told I told Bushesh, go Bushesh, you can't talk. No, you can talk. No, I'm, I'm going to say go ahead, Bushesh. <laughs> no, bro, you're the demi, you're the demi, you, you go. <laughs> no, like, uh, no, being honest. Ai, caralho, fala. Tá foda. Vai lá, vai lá, meu. Vai, vai falar. Então, uh, I think if one time, two times, if you stop to tie the belt, okay. But if you stop like every 10 seconds, then it's like, then it's bad because the fight will stop all the time. But of course, sometimes you stop to tie the belt, it's one thing, but not like every 30 seconds, you know what I mean? How good are Leandro's takedowns? Yeah. Because people would normally think uh, Herberth have a lot better takedowns, but Leandro stood with him a lot here in this match. Leandro's got pretty good takedowns, huh? Yeah, like Fabio Gurgel called his uh, double leg the bar, double bar, double leg, you know? <laughs> the bar double leg? What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like, like the standard? Like, like fight like of the bar. the one that you do. Yeah, oh, you know, a bar, bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a street fight double leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's. How, that's how Fabio Gurgel call his double leg, you know. <laughs> uh, 
man. Yeah, but works, runs. man. But works. But yeah. works really works well. Works a lot. Works a lot. Yeah. Maybe Kyle. Maybe skip ahead like a minute or so. So, oh, so when we get to near the end, there goes that. He tried to get that bar double leg. Oh, bar double leg coming. Man, it works. Though. Just like works. Yeah. No, that's not yeah, his fight, but he got like a, but he got a good one on Ebert. But I think it's another fight. Nice, nice X guard entry but there. But how is the score? Is zero zero? I can't tell. This sweep. Right, now he now he got the sweep. Yeah, nice, nice X guard sweep. That was that was really similar to uh, sweep that you do a lot, Felipe. It was X guard with uh, two pan grips. Yeah, exactly. It's very similar. Leandro do this a lot as well in the single X. I see him sweep a lot of people with that. Now he's got the underhook. I'm I'm imagining he's going to knee slide here. Yeah, I don't remember if he passed. I think he almost passed, right? And the time finish. Got a minute Something and a half there. left in the match. Herbert's got the lapel. But at this point, Leandro can chill out because he's up 2-0. He's got Herbert in a bad spot. If Herbert's not trying to escape, he can just hold him for a minute and a half and, and win anyways. Right there, yeah. he's going to the knee slide. There's a classic Leandro position. Look, look at that. Look at the ref. How excited he got. <laughs> Did we lose Bucetta? We might have lost Bucetta. Yeah, yeah he'll, call, he'll call back in. All right, we can go ahead and uh, probably kill that clip. I think that's about the end of it. Pacheco, call back in in a second. So, uh, Felipe, something that we want. Oh, there, there he is. There's Pacheco. So, uh, you missed it, Marcus. After your thing went out, he ended up getting the guard pass. Uh, Leandro got the guard pass one five zero. But uh, something I want to talk with you guys about is uh, for competition. I think people really like getting in the mind of uh, black belt world champions. I'd like to hear a little bit about how you guys prepare for big tournaments and especially like not just training camps, but like the day of, what do you guys do on the day of to get your mind in the right place to go fight uh, at a big tournament? Maybe Felipe, you can lead off. Uh, like to, like, uh, my friend said, I hibernate <laughs> because <laughs> I like to hibernate. Yeah. Like a, a bear, you know, going into the cave and stay there for, one week. <laughs> I like to be, before tournaments. I I go to the hotel room, my room, and uh, I just stay for like at least two days, sleeping a lot, eating a lot, uh, relaxing, not meeting many people. You know, I stay more concentrate and uh, don't like to uh, so, social. Too much social, you know. I like to stay more with me, focus, remember how much I train, how much I want that, remember probably who I want to fight, uh, do a plan game, and uh, stay more uh, quiet. So that way I stay more on my zone. So you like to hibernate? You like to go hide from everybody? You don't socialize? You just go in a hotel room and eat a bunch, you said? Yeah, not with everyone. I stay with my friends, close friends, you know, with my family. With uh, can stay with, uh, but I don't like to 
uh, I, I would do not go to to walk around in some place to do some touristing to if he's in a hotel with a lot of athletes, I would like to stay more with my teammates, or Bouchet, or Leandro, you know, people that I'm close. I don't like to to stay much with uh, people that is not very close to me, you know what I mean? I don't like to do more. I, stay, I like to stay more with me, stay with my head, to put my head on point for the tournament, you know, stay focused. That's the way I... I stay on the zone for the tournament. Are you uh, are you training up until the day of the tournament? When do you start taping tapering down or slowing down your physical activities? I normally uh, rest one day before tournament, but the week of the tournament, I read uh, slow down a lot. You know, I take a lot of the volume out. So if I'm competing Saturday, Friday, I'm not. I normally don't train. And uh, Monday to Thursday, I train like one uh, one session, less sparring. But I uh, still intense sparring, you know. If I'm used to do like six sparring, for example, I do like three or four, I do like half. But still intense, like with tough sparring, uh, tough people, but uh, less. So let's say you get to the tournament. It's the day of. You got your gi on and everything. How do you prepare when you're getting Bushesh, ready to compete? I think he's talking. I do it. I can't hear him. I think he's out the audio. No audio for him. Oh yeah, okay. Because he was talking, I can't hear. Bush, yeah, sure, we can't hear you, but our our guy Kyle's working on that in the back. Give us a thumbs up if you can hear us. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, they they said he has to call back in. So, okay. so Felipe, let's say it's the day of the tournament. You're, you're there. You got your gi on. It's time to get ready. What 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 goes through your mind? What do you do to prepare? Is there a certain type of music you like to do? Is do you always do the same warm up? How do you get ready when you're at the tournament? Tomorrow, our guests um, will be uh, Buchecha and Pergisa, both of them. So, I think. The coach was saying, "Vio Still can't hear him. Oh shit! Uh, I'll, 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 Felipe, answer that question. I'll get to work with production on trying to figure that out. Okay, yeah, we'll, pu- we'll push through this. Bushesha, can you hear us? I I think he can hear, but uh, his audio is not working. Okay. So yeah, but, Felipe, uh, uh, is there like a you know music you like or food you have to have the day of you know that kind of thing? Yeah. Um, I normally eat, wake up, eat the same breakfast I eat every day, nothing different, you know. Uh, lunch, pretty much the same thing at, at lunch, depending on the time of the fighting. I like to get on the gymnasium at least one hour before, you know, to uh, see the mat, see the environment, uh, have a good warm-up with no rush, change, you know. Uh, do some drills before to warm up. Hey, Buchecha, uh, hold on. Buchecha, try to unplug your headphones and, and uh, go without headphones. Try that. Talk now? Yeah, I don't know. There's no audio. Shit. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. Felipe, um, so you, you like to have uh, kind of your normal routine, breakfast and lunch. What about... After that first match, you know that, that's that's a 
pivotal time for many people, very important time. Uh, what kind of recovery do you have? I, I, do you experience that adrenaline dump that uh, many people talk about after their their first tournament or match of the tournament? Yeah, the first match is the one normally you get more tired. You know, you get you don't fight very well. So um, it's when you get someone very tough on the first match, <laughs> in my opinion. You know, but uh, after the f the first match, looks like you you already got your body warm. You relax. You you run, so you f start fighting better the second and next. You know. But on the day of the tournament, I stay very anxious and I just want to fight. I hear. Just, want to, just want to fight and finish that soon I can. You know? I stay more thinking, more, more putting my uh, the zone on the one day before, two days before. And normally I don't lose much weight. I lose uh, for the last words because I fought pretty heavy. But... Uh, Normally, I don't have to hydrate or anything like that after the first match. You know, I just uh, stay normal, drink the water, get ready or BCAA, and uh, waiting for the next match. Hey, Buchecha, we can hear you now, I think. Really? Yeah. Can you guys hear me? We're back. Yeah, yeah. So what were you trying to say before uh, when we couldn't hear you? Oh no, uh, Felipe was saying that he's low down in the last week. I think we remember we could see his training with Leandro Lowe was like really light in the week of the works. <laughs> at, 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 at Homolus gym, we saw like was a really like light. Very chill. Two days before, two days before. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, really light. We know, we know. No, lots this lots day, of flow rolling was, with Leandro. This day was funny, man. Because uh, <laughs> Leandro got there and they said, man, let's go two rounds. And the end is done because we're going to compete on the next day. And then we went two rounds. And after the two rounds, I said, no, man, let's go at least one more. Oh, you had to double dip. You had to hit him yeah, with the double, yeah. double dip. <laughs> <laughs> I think you won the second round. And I said, no, let's go at least one more. And then the third round. I did good, and, and then he said, no, man, let's go at least one. I said, no, we already did three, man, we're going to fight two. And then he won. And I did again. I said, man, last one, please. You did good on this one. Let's go the last one. Last one, last one. And then the last one, I did good. And then he called me again. And then Homer said, no, no, man, I can't, I can't see that anymore. Stop, stop. You guys not going. I'm going to close the gym. I'm going to close the gym. And then he said, and then he said oh, man, what? So we did like five rounds. We're supposed to do two. And he, he wants to do one more, you know. It's always uh, like that when, when me, Bushish, and, and you always say, okay, man, let's go. Let's go another one. Let's go another one. Whoever did the uh, – whoever lose, call the other one, you know. The, we, we never want to stop losing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you guys probably would have done even more than five if Hamilo didn't kick you out of it. <laughs> oh, we would do like eight or – for sure, you know. We didn't want to in the in the deep. We did. We don't want anymore, you know. But here we want. There's okay. no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Buchecha, so while well, you uh, you were gone, Felipe was discussing uh, how he gets uh, ready for competitions. Oh, and now where would he go? Hello. Yeah, yeah. So Felipe was talking how he gets ready for uh, competitions. Uh, what do you do to get your your mind right for competitions to get in the right uh, mindset to go out there and compete? 
I mean, being honest, nowadays I like to uh, to keep keep busy. Uh, ouch! Can you get him? Yeah, yeah, we got you. Tá, tá com os cursos da live do <laughs> All right, so so what do you like to do to get ready for competitions? Oh. I don't know what happened there. I think I think it's bad right yeah, I think it's right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, Chacha and Pergisa, both of them. So if you want to think up something, if you have some jiu-jitsu or any type of related well, that's question, the, for the, one of those guys for us to ask. That isn't actually Michael and, talking. Uh, yeah. That is, can uh, you shut that ass up, please? <laughs> um, I think it's... We, uh, we were playing the clip that was supposed to go out a little bit later in the show, but we'll, we'll hang tight on that one. All right, yeah, I think Pachecha's battery just died, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so, what else do we have here to talk about? Did we talk about biggest victory of their career yet? We have not discussed that yet, no. Felipe, what do you think was the biggest victory of your career? Uh, you mean like title or opponent? Just it doesn't even have to be just personal. Yeah, well, personally, what, what Person. victory uh, meant the most to you? Uh, definitely the open weight of the ADCC, you know, because I always want to be an open weight champion, you know, of uh, ADCC and uh, IJJF. So when I got uh, on the ADCC, it was something very big for me, you know, especially with the bracket I have and how hard it was the tournament, the bracket was very... Was very special, you know. Puchacha, we got you back. Was it the battery? Did you run out of battery? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. That happens all the time on this show. You have you have no idea how often people's batteries die while they're calling it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Puchacha, you a blue belt on the live, okay? <laughs> you go on stripe after. Man, it's like I'm, I'm stuck with that, man. Sorry. All good. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, Felipe, you can't talk. You were late for the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? he's talking about Two minutes, two minutes. I lost, I lost one stripe. I lost one stripe. Uh, no, what, what I was saying about the tournament, right? Yeah, about, about getting ready week. for a tournament. What do you do to get ready? Yeah, like like Philippe said, you know, I just like to stay around my, my good friends. Uh, so that's why uh, even we, like, we hang out together, me, him, Leandro, of course, with my teammates, and man, being honest, like nowadays, I like to to keep myself busy with something besides. I remember this week of the week of the words, I went to to buy a car. You know, what I mean, because you know, when to go to buy a car is like not something that you go there. Takes a while to to keep busy and do the all the. So I I, I was doing this in the week of the words to keep myself busy to keep my mind away. And I I remember like I was talking to my sponsor. And he said, "No, don't buy it. If you buy, it, you're gonna like, you're gonna be, you're gonna relax. You're gonna be lazy. So keep hungry. So I, I bought. I remember like Thursday, and I went to fight Saturday. <laughs> so was something that helped me to keep like my mind away. Otherwise, you get too stressed and just think about the tournament. So uh, we had uh, yesterday. Our guest was Bia Mosquita, and we have this." Uh, routine where the person who is on the day before gives a question for the people who are coming next day so uh kyle if you want to queue up the we'll play the video here of bia's uh question for you guys she had one for both of you 
two like big names in jiu-jitsu um i would be, i would ask bushesha if he's gonna still looking for the 15 um b15 yeah <laughs> like great one. for worlds next <laughs> and for pragisa i would ask him how much he want to fight adcc again once he he lost he his last match um in last adcc just like uh it happened to me so i'm really looking up to fight adcc again is one of the tournaments that I most want to compete. Um, I don't know if just because I lost or because I really love to compete on that tournament, but that would be my question for him if he he's really looking up, if he's one tournament that he enjoyed to compete, especially like fighting a special match uh, against Andrago Vaughn that I was really excited to watch. If he looking up to compete again and to, to get like the open class um, title again or if it's just like one more regular tournament for him. All right, so her questions were, she wants to know, Buchecha, if you're going to go for 15 world titles, and she wants to know, Felipe, if you're going to go after another ADCC absolute gold medal. We'll kick it off, uh, Okay, uh, man, being honest, uh, I, for me, my life, I, I, the, most, the hardest one for me is to keep myself motivated to fight, and that's the hardest thing because I got so many titles, and it's something hard that's the hardest part for me and i remember like i i stay i go to brazil i i, I come to brazil every year for new year so christmas with family and after we have like carnival here so that's the time that i hang out i clear my mind so i enjoy i have a good time with my friends and then after that i have like the will to compete so okay i had my vacation and now i want to compete man i was training so hard i was in the second week it was like prepare to do my 12-week camp and then the coronavirus come so man being honest if you tell me like oh the world's gonna be in october i'm not gonna fight i don't feel i want to fight at all but maybe next year i don't know so it's something that it's i just feel lost because everything that it's happening right now it's hard for you to make plans it's hard for you to when you don't have like a, like a commitment with you when you i don't have a goal it's hard for me to keep like focus. So I know the world's gonna be in June. I know when I have to train. I know how is everything gonna be. After that, I will be like vacation. I'll be traveling. I'll go to Europe, to whatever. So I know how's going. I plan my year. So now it's hard to say because like I don't even know when's gonna be the world. So right now, I don't know. I think maybe. If anything, maybe not. Maybe I will. I don't know. So you're saying if anything, it would be 2021 if you're going to come back and do it. Like if they did Worlds in October, you wouldn't do that. I think for me, make no sense to yeah. fight. I think change the schedule is not is not really how I think gonna things gonna work out. So I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say right now, but it's hard to to be out of the party as well. So it's something that i don't know so felipe are we going to see you at adcc 2021 yes for sure um uh, i'm gonna fight uh, uh 2021 and uh i think uh, no one ever won uh, two times right no nobody's okay. ever won the absolute twice so it's a good uh thing to motivate as well you know put the name in history it should be the one uh, I think I know it's very hard. There is a lot of guys, you know. I'm gonna have to train a lot, but uh, I definitely gonna 
try to do that. How yours, bro? I'm done. One teenage. I don't know. Let's just say that, but uh, I'm not sure. You know, I think he's just uh, sad because Corona. Before two no. months of the ADCC, he can't handle. You know, he's going to start. Oh my God, man! What are we going to do now? Leandro is training. This is training. My partner is training. Uh, Let's go. Whatever. <laughs> you know. So, I don't know. Hey man. guys, uh, you guys know anything about? Let uh, we talk about this. But you, you heard anything about the awards? If they they planning to do end of the year or if they going to cancel because. I saw some, uh, a few guys saying maybe they're going to cancel, you know, and uh, they believe. Do you know anything? I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard for anybody to make plans right now because nobody knows how long this is going to last, right? Like, I bet, I bet yeah, once that's the- what I'm saying. Yeah. We haven't heard anything um, at all as far as, like, future dates. I, I think it's not really known at this time. We're all, we're all very hopeful that it comes back and that something goes goes down this year, but – I, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, I, I'd imagine once once we have a like we know when this is going to be over, IBJJF will probably make a decision then. But uh, uh, so so that means we have to get questions from you guys for tomorrow. We have two guests tomorrow, so I'll split them up. Maybe Buchecha, I'll get I'll uh, let you give one to Galvao and Felipe. You get one for JT Torres. Could be about anything. You could ask them what what their favorite food is. You could ask them. What what tournament they want to win? On, you can... <laughs> they were fools. <laughs> Ask them whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got I got one for Galvão. Yeah. Uh, of course, like we said, uh, like we said before, uh, Galvão is one of the guys that I grow up like when I start jiu-jitsu watching. Uh, I remember last time I fought him, I said that I always was a big fan, and for to fight him was like a big pleasure for me. And I lost to him before. Then I, I beat him one time. So I was always a tough guy uh, and always fun of his style. And for me, in my opinion, he's the one the most accomplished, the guy that won, like, I think most accomplishments for no gi. I think my opinion, he's, like, the the, the best fight, no gi fighter. Like... And what's keep making him like to keep himself motivated after so many years? Because I remember when we were like me, Pregisa, we were like young and he's still like grinding, you know. Of course, I always want to fight him, uh, no gi, but man, I never really like earned a spot, you know what I mean? So, but so, but what keeping him motivated, you know, I mean, after so many years competing and winning so many titles because that's for me is the hardest part to keep myself motivated that's what's my question for him that's a great one it's a great question i'll be interested to hear what you got to say felipe you think of anything to ask jt torres yes um what's his favorite meal uh what's your question uh, how, how many how many uh, times did you won the, the DCC? You won two, times. Few, right? two, two times. Two times. Two times time champion, yeah. Uh, I would like to ask, ask him. Uh, I see JT has a really good uh, wrestling, you know, for for ADCC. 
Uh, I would like to ask him how he thinks this important wrestling for ADCC. If he thinks uh, there is another thing more important, and how he prepare, how many times he train wrestling uh, week, if he train separate, how is his schedule for ADCC camp? Awesome, awesome, great question. So we just have a few minutes left. If uh... Maybe you guys both want to uh, give a little message to your fans, a little parting message before we get out of here. Maybe Buchecha kick it off. Yeah, uh, I would like to say today I was ready for like a lot of like drum and a lot of hard questions to be on, but today was really light, <laughs> was really mellow, so I was prepared for like some, some you know what I mean. Yeah, you are prepared for the worst. <laughs> yeah, the, the drama show. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like no That's drama. His mentality. So like, no, no, no. I mean, I thought something. No, oh, no, he's drama. Right, like he's right. You always prefer for the worst, you know. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you guys, you, you guys didn't put us in any spot today. So no, never, but, never, uh, never with you, Bucetta. We don't want to do that. No, 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 no. I mean, and me, and me. Some, <laughs> when, when when Ricardo is on on the show and Bear, he always talk like more crap. So he's always <laughs> those guys like but, to push the limit. So yeah, yeah exactly. So they they like to push a lot. So you guys didn't push. So that was like different today. But yeah, I would like to say thank you guys. Thank you guys very much for one more time for the invitation. It's always good to be on the show. And by the way, I like the name. We like the name of the show, right, Brigista? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and it's always a pleasure for me to be in the show. I hope to be here again. And I just like to say thank you all to watch and everybody who support, everybody who's always cheering for us. So that's it. All right, Pergisa. Hey, uh, thank you guys for the invite. Thank you, Flow Grappling. Uh, thanks, Buchecha, uh for the chat. And uh, I hope everyone be safe and hope we pass to that uh, very soon to go back to the mats, training and competing. Thank you all who watch and everyone for the support. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for calling in. We had a great time chatting with you, keeping it light, keeping it mellow. Uh, and tomorrow, yeah. we have a great show with uh, Andre Galvao and JT Torres. Yeah. And a big, big weekender with... Uh, Orlando Sanchez. Big Orlando, o. yeah. Orlando Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want right. drama? You gotta watch that. One. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell, tell. This one I'm not gonna miss because I know Orlando gonna talk. <laughs> That's the endorsement ne we want. Ne next week, next week we got a big week. We got Gabby Garcia. We got Hulk. We got Drysdale, Lovato. Who am I leaving out? We got uh, there's somebody else I'm leaving Craig out. Craig Jones. Craig Jones Tuesday. Craig Jones. Uh, how uh, the old school show premiered today, which is uh, they did Ricardo and Howell did a thing on Terra Ray. Go check that out, people. Uh, Howell's oh, yeah. new show that's if you speak Portuguese, there's a lot of people in the comments, uh, Brazilians. If you speak Portuguese, we're debuting tomorrow, right? Tomorrow? That's right. 2 uh, p.m. Uh, Central Time and 4 p.m. in Rio or Sao Paulo uh, is the name of I don't know the name of the show. Yeah, actually, there's, there's it's in Portuguese. There's going to be a uh, – it's our first Portuguese show, and your guy's friendly, Andrew Lowe, is the first guest. So if everybody, if you speak Portuguese, tune in tomorrow and check out Howell interviewing Leandro in uh, Portuguese. Saturday, we got Saturday Match Rewind. So, yeah, there's tons of live content coming. Thanks again, Buchech and Pregisa, for calling in.
We'll see you guys next Thank time. Thank you, guys. Valeu, Can't wait to be back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, valeu. <laughs> Preguiça. <laughs> Preguitauro. <laughs>